Welcome to The Flat Iron. I am your hostess with the mostest. Your friendly neighborhood hope dealer, baby. Maya Satori. Now, honey, this ain't like your mama's favorite podcast. And this ain't like your daddy's favorite podcast. And it sure as hell ain't like your grandmama's favorite podcast. However, if she got some shit she trying to iron out in her life, well... This is the podcast. You dig? Now let's go. So let's be honest, fam. 2019 was a motherfucker. In real life, it showed up on our doorstep, unpacked and unloaded all of its bullshit and did not give one loyal fuck how we felt about it. And you know what? As always, we had to rise to the occasion and figure out how to overcome it. And if you find yourself at any moment listening to this podcast, you rose to the occasion, fam. You came out on the other end of this bullshit like a boss. And perhaps you don't even see it that way. You're probably sitting back looking at it, feeling like you came out stumbling like... A one-year-old trying to figure out how his feet work. And and maybe you did. Maybe your exit was not as gracefully as you saw it in your mind. But the point of the matter is that you came out. And them losses, fam, like, they were reals. I mean, each and every last single one of us took a, a hit to the face, two to the gut, a couple to the knees. I mean, it was nasty. Some of you guys lost jobs and relationships and loved ones. And some of you guys even lost a sense of self. And even if you feel like those losses almost consumed you, there probably were some moments when it did. And you're absolutely right. And you may go into 2020 still trying to figure this shit out. And that's okay. But the point of the matter is is that you're here to see it no matter what your exit looked like. So what I decided to do was something a little bit different. Now, normally, us Black folk, we have our traditions. We sit down, we get our collard greens together with a hog mug. We didn't pick up black eyed peas. We make sure all the laundry is clean and, you know, different things like that because that's, that's what our African-American tradition is. But for me, I decided to do something different. I decided to record a podcast because what I wanted to do was I wanted to share information. My loss is your gain, right? Because really, all that matters is that you took away something from your experiences. No matter how fucked up it may have been, what did you learn? And see, when you haven't learned shit, that's when you find yourself retaking the same test over And over again, because you didn't get it the first 15 times that you took it. So acknowledgement is key. Acknowledging that you learned some shit and openly saying, you know what, this year really tried to take me under and it really wasn't all that great. In fact, it probably sucked a little bit, but this is what I got from it. And when you put it out there and you call it by its name, the universe has to say, you know what, this bitch got it. We ain't even going to make her take this test again. But it's one thing to say that you got it. It's another thing to feel and act like you learned some shit. So I'm going to need y'all to act like those thumps and bumps on the head, that they really meant something. 
Don't find yourself out here taking Jerome back, knowing that his ass still lying and cheating. If he ain't changed in the last 15 years, since he ain't going to change. Like year 16 ain't going to be no different than year 15. So let's stop kidding ourselves on that, okay? But growth is key and essential. So like I said before, what did you learn? Now, before I get started on all the shit I learned for 2019, I actually reached out to my online community and I asked them to sound off. So basically, I was like, what's up, fam? 2019 was a bitch. I get it. But what did you learn? And this is what they said. The most valuable realization that I came to in 2019 and probably the most valuable gift I've given myself as an adult has been the freedom to feel whatever I'm feeling without labeling that feeling as good or bad and without analyzing those feelings and telling myself what I should be feeling instead of what I am actually feeling. That has been monumental for me. And it's not about justifying our feelings because not all feelings are justifiable, but we are human, we are emotional, and we have responses. And this also isn't about how we project those responses onto others, but about our own internal process. And for me, condemning myself is what held me captive to emotions and feelings that I really wanted to get past. So what I've learned is when I give myself grace, I'm able to navigate through and around those feelings and get beyond them much faster and much more successfully. I, I personally think that 2019 has really taught me to focus on myself and my emotions and my happiness because I think throughout 2019, I was focused on everybody else's happiness and what everybody else thought. And when I wasn't receiving that back, it just made me upset and feel alone. And I felt like I couldn't talk to nobody because when I did, it just felt like nobody cared about my emotions. It felt like I didn't matter. So I just stayed in my room by myself, crying, just thinking about just everything, every bad thing. And throughout 2019, I just thought, like, I need to focus on myself more. Because when I don't, like, I feel unhealthy. I feel like nobody cares. I feel by myself and alone. Until this day, I still, like, do that, hold back my emotions and be by myself a lot of the time. But I learned that I got to open up. So during 2020, I will do that and focus on myself and what I need to be healthy. Hey, what I learned this year is that change isn't a bad thing. It's not as bad as I thought initially. But the reason why I say this is, you know, because it promotes a growth within ourselves and it opens our minds to more than just what's surrounding us and what is around us. And yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's my biggest lesson this year. It's just to have more of an open mind and, you know, want to explore more. Just so me as a person, I get to know who I am as well as what's around me. Janelle here, owner and creator of Odd Culture and Neon Gumbo Studio. 2019's biggest lesson for me, don't get me wrong, there were plenty, there were a myriad of lessons to be learned, but authenticity is the one that that sits at the top of the list because I realized there's nobody fucking like me and there's power in that. There's nobody like you. 
and there's power in that. And the more I started to lean in the, into that, and the more I started to realize that my voice mattered and my experiences mattered and just being who I am and, and being who I am unapologetically, not only helped me, but helped so many other people. So if I had to say anything, it, it would 100% be authenticity. And I want to carry that theme into 2020, but I want to have authenticity. My name is Sky Ayade Indigo, and my greatest lesson this year was learning to believe in myself as hard as I had been believing in other people. Uh, believing in others was a safe space for me. I thought I needed to hide behind someone else and help them succeed so I could feel secure enough to do it. And that's a cop out. <laughs> I learned that people are human and people will fail you. How can you want something more for someone else than what they want for themselves? When the truth is, I was just afraid. So I asked myself, what does Sky want to do without codependency or anyone else attached to it? And I had to stop with the excuses and realize I had everything I needed. And if I didn't, it was up to me and only me to go get it. So I had to stop, you know, believing in my fears and believe more in my passion. My fears were beating me and they were robbing me of my life. So I said, what does it look like if I step into my own light and direct my own show? And it's an amazing feeling to push past my fears and figuring out how to do it for myself. Fam, y'all got a sister out here feeling mad inspired. That means that you really learned some shit. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what it's all about right there. And I appreciate you for all of that shit. So thank you to each and every last single one of y'all who actually took one minute out of your day to actually respond to my sound off. So I appreciate you. So without further ado, here is my countdown. Number one, love isn't always enough. And even when it's not, the right person is willing to fight for you. It doesn't matter who chooses to leave, and it doesn't mean that anyone hurts more or less because they did or did not make the initial move to walk away. When it's time, it's just time. It doesn't mean that you're in fault. It doesn't mean that they're in fault. But let's just be honest, fam. A lot of the time, we spend way too much time into things that have been dead just because it's familiar and we don't want to feel like we took a loss with all the time and energy and love that we've put into a situation. But sometimes we stay way past an expiration date. I mean, would you really keep your milk for an additional two fucking weeks after it is expired? Do you really expect it to be still be in good standing? Like, would you still pull that shit over your cereal? Probably not, fam. Probably not. Number two, failing at something does not mean that you failed completely. It just means that you tried something that doesn't work. And now you get the opportunity to go back, start over, and find out what does work. The only time that failing at something becomes a permanent thing is when you quit. That's the difference between failing and quitting. You can fail at some shit and still keep the party going. All right, guess what, nigga? It ain't work. Okay, so we got to go back to the, you know, to square one and we have to start it all over again. And that's okay. But now you know what does not work, what is not effective. As long as you don't give up, 
as long as you do not quit, you are still in the game. Number three, be okay with being a bad guy. Like everybody got somebody that they want to blame for something somewhere. And depending on who was telling the story, you are someone's bad guy. You are someone's asshole. (laughs) You are someone's villain. You are someone's mistake. And that's okay. Like everyone's version of what happens is their version. It doesn't make it the truth. And honestly, you don't owe anyone your version of the truth. Because even if you did tell them what happened, how you saw it, from where you were standing, they don't give a damn. Anyway, everybody always has in their mind already what the fuck they want to believe. So while you're wasting your breath trying to clear your name and trying people, trying to get people to see it as you saw it, A lot of times, nine times out of ten, you are wasting your time. They already have in their mind what they want to believe. So who gives a fuck? Be the bad guy. I mean, if it doesn't do anything for your credit score, if it doesn't do anything for your mental health, if it doesn't make you a better person, who gives a shit? Let them think, feel, or say, or believe anything that they want. At the end of the day, are you sleeping at night? Are you sleeping well? Yes. All right, then let's move the fuck on. Number four. Most days, control is an illusion. And on other days, it's not. There are some things that will happen because it's just meant to, fam. Like, you just can't stop it. You can't control it. You can't slow it down. You can't do anything about it because there are certain things that need to happen to make you greater. There's some things that need to happen so that you can learn something or so you can just simply grow. Sometimes the only thing that you can do is contribute in a way that is beneficial to your life or in a way that's not. That's where your free will comes in at. You can contribute to the situation, but you can't always change it. You can't always fix it or alter it. Sometimes you can just drop a little shit or drop a little sunshine on it and kind of lessen the blow or you can make the blow worse. But sometimes, guess what, fam? It just is what it is. Number five. For the things that you actually can control, like for real, Your best bet is to play the hell out of your hand. I mean, make every single move the best move. Because sometimes that move is the only real one that you have. So you got to make it count. Even if you're working a job that you hate, you don't like your coworkers, you don't like what you're doing. At the end of the day, you need to be the best at whatever it is that you're doing until you can do what you want to do. To be the best at what you have to do. So you can do all of the shit that you want to do on your time. Now that doesn't mean that everyone will get the opportunity to own their own business. Or own, you know, their own company or whatever the case may be. Sometimes you just need to be the best at what you're doing from where you are. You need to be fucking amazing. You need to shine like you have never shined before wherever you are with whatever it is that you're doing. Because sometimes that's the only thing that you can actually control. You can't control death or taxes or 
anything like that, but you can control how you respond to some shit. You can control the impact that it has on your life. If you want to continue to create space for things that do or don't serve a purpose. Those are usually the only things that you really can control. Most days you can't control the circumstances, but you can control how you respond and how you arise to the circumstance. Number six, trust yourself. Let's just be honest. You have lived with yourself too damn long for you not to trust your damn gut. You ain't crazy, girl. Most of the days, exactly what you feel in the pit of your stomach, you are dead on. When you see signals and you see signs, why in the hell are you second guessing what you feel? And then you want to be mad at the outcome. A lot of the times we are already one up on game, but we don't trust what we believe. We already know. We already have an idea. Your intuition, most of the time, is pretty dead on. There's no reason why you live with yourself every single day, but you second-guess everything that you know or feel to be true. It's time off all of that. Trust yourself. Trust your gut. Number seven. Manifestation is real, okay? Whatever it is that you say or do will take precedent in your life. Your private thoughts bear just as much weight as your public ones. So you have to be mindful of the things that you say about yourself and about other people. And even though you probably didn't say, girl, I wish you'd take that motherfucking outfit off, you didn't say it out loud. The point in the matter is that you said it inside. And the thing about it is that these things, good, bad, or indifferent, they manifest themselves in our life a certain way. Right? So if you plant a banana tree, you get bananas. You plant an avocado tree, you get avocados. Whatever it is you put out there, you get back. Now, in addition to that, sometimes the land that we actually sow these season is is not fertile at all. We can actually create a whole life full of infertile ground where things just don't grow the way that they should and that good shit is not happening in our life. You have to be careful about the things that you say about yourself, about other people, or just in general, in private or out publicly. Because the bottom line is that payday is going to come. It doesn't matter. Everybody working. Yeah. You know what? It's this porn star. I can't think of her name. Um, Last name Madison or something like that. I remember watching her and she was saying, you know, payday coming, everybody working, everybody working, whether you working for good or you working for bad, everybody working. And the thing about work is that payday got to come. Okay. So if you putting in bad work, guess what, bitch? Let's talk about that good check you about to get. Payday is coming. And you may not like how that check looks, sis, but you put in the work for it and it has to come back around. So just kind of keep that in mind, like manifestation is real. And that work that you putting in, baby, you need to be a little mindful of what you putting out there and that work that you putting in because it, it has to come back. That check 
your ass may not be able to cash that check that you didn't put out. So you you have to be forward thinking, right? You do bad shit, you get bad shit. You do good shit, you get good shit. That's that's just the <laughs> that's just the land, the law of the land. It just is. Number eight. Stop comparing chapter 15 of your damn life to chapter 23 of somebody else's. Half of the time, we are sizing ourselves up to somebody else's life that honestly, we don't even want to walk the path that they have walked in order to get to where they are. We're just looking at the outcome and we're like, damn, she got a Tesla. Oh, she's sitting on what? 50,000 acres? Yes, bitch. I need all of that. Okay, but what you missed was the part where old girl was like eating ramen every night and she had pitching competitions and she bought a new outfit in a whole year. Like these are all the parts about somebody else's life that we don't know anything about. We just want the outcome. You have to work with what you got, with what you've been given. You cannot expect the universe to gift you a Tesla and you can't even keep the oil change up on your Honda, like, sis, why we why we gonna get your Tesla, sis? Like, can we can we like keep oil changes up on a regular? Can we do that? Can can we get some consistency before we get the Tesla? So stop comparing your life to somebody else's. We don't know what they've been through to get what they've gotten, and half of the time we don't want to do the shit they had to do to get it. Work on your path, work on your journey, work on where you are and master where you are first. Master that shit. And then that way we can ask the universe to give us bigger shit. But we have to be okay with where we are first and master that area. And then that way we can level up. But we can't level up when we can't we can't even get the oil changes done on our Honda Accord. Girl, you talking about you want a Tesla. You better, girl, cut it out. And number 10. Listen, y'all. Trauma bonding is some bullshit, okay? If you have not heard about this shit, you need to be brought up to speed. I mean, I don't know if there's something in Urban Dictionary or Webster or if somebody has a, a meaning for this or a definition, but... Stop trauma bonding with people. Stop taking people in because y'all have the same experiences. Like, that's not love. You want to connect with somebody who got the same fucked up experiences that you have. And then you want to mesh love and sex and all these other dysfunctional things in the pot. It's like a big ass bad batch of gumbo. That is not love. Stop connecting with people who have the same, you know, sexual traumas and the same body issues and the same daddy issues. And y'all sitting around, yeah, my daddy left me too. Yes, I'm hurt. And y'all sitting around loving on each other and sulking together. This is like dysfunctional and disruptive as hell. Okay. Let's not. Okay. Let's do better. Trauma bonding is a major no-no. And so many people do it and they correlate it with love. Like somehow you think because you guys have these things in common that somehow you guys are twin flames or soulmates or, okay, you guys have a commonality. 
I get it. And that's a thing. But you don't want to build your relationships on the foundation of trauma and mishaps and hurt and dysfunction. And so many people are trying to build functional lives that form from dysfunction. It's just not possible. Not only is it disruptive, but it is completely inoperable. There's nothing good that can come from it ever. When I say ever, homie, I mean ever. Okay, it's just, it's just not a thing. Stop connecting with people over hurt and trying to build great, beautiful things from it. You guys end up doing this weird thing where you start leeching off of each other emotionally, where you guys start feeding off of each other's hurt and pain and anguish and and mishaps and hurt. And that's not what that's not what that's all about. I'm not saying that people don't come with baggage. We all do. Shit, some of us come with trash bags, bulldozers. Like it's it's a thing, right? But trauma bonding is dangerous and it is unhealthy. So stop connecting with people who have been through the same thing as you and you guys tried to build this healthy foundation. It's just not a thing, fam. It's just not a thing. It's not good. It's not safe. And it's dangerous as hell. So there's that. So that's what I learned in 2019. Now, granted, some of that shit wasn't mine. It's other things that I've watched other people go through that I was like, whoa, what the fuck? (laughs) But nonetheless, I learned some shit. And that's what it's all about, right? So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to the Flatiron. It has been one hell of a ride. I mean, for real. But 2019... Is coming to an end. 2020 is the beginning of a whole new era. Damn. You, do you remember when we would be, when we would actually be at our, um, our parents' house and we laying on the floor with our cordless phone, talking to Bay and, you know, doing all those things. And, and like 20, that was 20 years ago. We were like, we had cordless phones and shit. Like, 20 years ago, we weren't even envisioning that we would have mobile devices with touch screens and emojis and shit. But but here we are. Like we are walking into a whole new decade. Like 2020 sounded like something that was going to happen from the Jeffersons. Like we were expecting our cars to be like, like we were expecting that. Now, granted, we're pretty damn close to having cars that are hovering over the ground, okay? Um, we have not gotten to that Elroy George Jetson phase, but we're pretty fucking close. So like evolution is real. So I'm hoping that each and every one of you guys have learned so much in the last 20 years and that you walk into 2020 feeling like a motherfucking boss because you are. Remember that you are worthy of love. You are worthy of peace. You are worthy of a sound mind. And as always, you know that I love you. Feel free to leave me a voice message on 
anchor.fm and I will listen to them. And depending on what they are, I don't, I don't know if I'm feeling fancy, I'll throw it in my podcast. Like you heard the rest of, um, you know, the flat iron community kind of sounding off, letting us know the things that they've learned this year. So feel free to leave me a voice message. Um, the really cool part about it is you can record something really jazzy for up to one minute and I will listen to all of them. So peace, love, and light. I hope that you are growing and remember to love on yourself, okay? You are no good to anyone else unless you are first good to yourself, all right? Peace, love, and light, fam. Bye. My, oh my. Now look who made it through this episode of The Flat Iron. You did. I'm proud of you. But most of all, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with the kid today. I hope it made you smile. I hope it made you think. But most of all, I hope it made you grow. With that being said, take care of yourself, darling. And take care of each other.